oh, my love language is like gift giving. It's like, okay, to what extent now? I got a budget. Yeah. <laughs> to what extent? Yeah. You know, I ain't got it like that. Same. Look, look at the podcast outfits. <laughs> it's not a, there's not a variety. I'm a big <laughs> thrifter around <yeah>. here. <laughs> not pulling up in Versace. Hey guys, it's me, Dom. Welcome at the Dom Meets World. Hope you've been enjoying the podcast so far. This week, I'm joined by Susie Evans, winner of The Bachelor Season 26. It's going to be a great episode. I mean, me and Susie have a lot in common, both winners of a dating show. So there's a lot to talk about in that regard. But first, I want to update you with what's going on with me. Um, yeah, I think let's do a little update on the movie, on the little hiking movie date that I was talking about previously. Ubering the hiking trails extremely difficult because you don't know where to get dropped off at so I got dropped off at some random spot and had to walk over and find her so we went on the hike um it was great great energy good vibes super chill super easy took her dog I actually did bring the dog a treat as well I was told that her dog liked bacon and bones so I found not only a bacon bacon and a bone but I found a bone that was bacon. Um, long story short, dog did not like the treat. Um, didn't pay any mind, which was kind of a letdown. I really wanted the dog to love me, which I think she does. I think the dog does love me, but I think that would have taken to another level. So I got to double back and get another treat. But anyways, we went for the hike, walked for a good while, all the way to get a good viewpoint of the sunset and just kind of like stood there, chatted, got to know each other. Um, and there was no one really hiking, which was kind of like, it was chill and nice, but also kind of like ominous, almost <laughs> like it was like this really nice hiking trail, but it was just us, which is kind of ideal, but it's like, it would have been nice to see like one or two other people just for safety measures. Um, but yeah, it was really cute, really fun, adorable. And then she took me to this spot that she always goes to, to like look at the sky and see the skyline. And it was, co it was cool that she showed me that. Um, I, l I love when people do that. I know like that's something that I used to do back at home is show people this viewpoint that I have of this place called the Scarborough Bluff. So the fact that she did that as well was like, oh, you're kind of on the same wavelength as me, the same vibe as me. Um, and then after that, we went to drop off the dog and we went to go see Insidious, scary movie, which was pretty mid. It wasn't a good movie. She actually, here's the thing. So we got drinks beforehand. We got margaritas, expensive movie margarita. And it didn't even come in like the margarita glass. Like it just came in like a cup, which was kind of like, um, I didn't like that. I didn't like, don't show me the menu and it's a picture of a nice little margarita glass with salt around the edges and then just hand me a plastic cup with a margarita in it. So we got two uh, spicy margaritas. We got one and then we got snacks. And then right before we went in, we got another margarita. And you know how the song goes like, give me one margarita, I'm gonna give you some. There was none of that. There was none of that. Don't be thinking like that. But uh, what actually happened was, give me one margarita, it's going to be really expensive. Give me two margaritas, it's going to be even more expensive, and you might take a nap during the movie because it's really comfortable. That is what happened. <laughs> that song lied to me. Not that I wanted the song to be true. I wasn't expecting anything. I'm just <laughs> trying to, uh, it was a funny joke. Do not take that out of context. It was a really nice date. It was a really nice date. She cuddled on my arm. She fell asleep halfway through the movie for a little bit, took a little nap. But I thought it was really cute because it was like, oh, she's like comfortable and cozy, cuddling up on me. And 
it was, it was cute. And she kind of did those little, like, I knew she was asleep because she was on my arm. And she did one of those, like, like flinchy moments. And I was like, okay, she's sleeping right now. I'll let her sleep and I'll enjoy this popcorn to myself. Um, wasn't the scariest movie. Also didn't understand. Here's the thing. If you're going to watch a sequel to a movie, especially if it's the fifth movie, at least watch, like, number four. Because I didn't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> I was strictly, I was like, I don't know what's going on, but hopefully I'll get scared. But it wasn't really hitting because I didn't know what was going on. Um, bad choice of movie. Should have went to go see Mission Impossible. Shout out Tom Cruise. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was a good date. Um, and then we hung out at her place. Um, we, we did a little rate the date. Um, she gave the date an eight. Which which I thought was I thought was undeserving. I thought, you know, give me like a six or a seven. Give me something to build upon. Cause like I like if that's an eight, I was like I know I can do better, because the thing I wasn't really sure of how to go about the first date, cause one, how it started was I posted a picture of her and the dog and like my feet in a hammock and she was like we cute and I didn't know if she meant like we're cute, or if her and the dog are cute. So then I was like, how do I approach this? So I approached it in terms of like, oh, I want to see the dog, right? And hopefully that that would turn into like. I want to see you. So I was like, oh, what's the what's the dog's schedule like? And she was like, oh, the dog makes her own schedule and is very flexible, but Wednesday would work best for the dog. I'm like, okay, cool. Now, are we still talking about the dog or are we talking about – or is this like a funny flirting thing where you're talking in the perspective of the dog, but it's actually your schedule, or are we actually talking about the dog's schedule? It's kind of getting convoluted. This has been going on for a long time now. So I wasn't sure how about to go about the date. I can do better. But now that we've established – that that was, in fact, a date between two humans. <laughs> I think, moving forward, I can do better. So I can improve upon an 8. If that's an 8, I could definitely hit a 10 on the second date. But, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I don't know what the second date's going to be. I don't... I got I to gotta slow burn. I, I, I'm rom-com dom. So I'd be, be like, okay, let's go, to Disney, let's go to Disney. Let's go to Universal. Let's go to Six Flags. Let's go for a picnic on the beach. I'm like, take it easy. Take it easy. Slow it down. So I'm going to figure out what the next date is, but there, I think there, there will definitely be a second date shortly, which I'm super pumped about. But anyways, let's get to uh, our episode with Susie. Today I'm here with Susie, who on her season of The Bachelor was there along with 30 other women dating Clayton. I don't know his last name. Eckerd. Eckerd. <laughs> Eckerd. Susie ended up going all the way, and at the end of the show, she got Clayton's final rose. As of September 2022, they're no longer together, but it's all for the best. So the press releases say. <laughs> they do say what? that. Yeah. <laughs> we had really good PR. Yeah, <laughs> but today, Susie is here with us to discuss love languages and attachment styles. Welcome to the show, Susie. Thank you. Uh, I'm you excited doing? to be here. Sorry, I did not write that intro. No. I just wanted <laughs> It's great. It was honestly accurate. If you look at the headlines, like it was a very nice breakup. We love each other a lot. Yeah. You know, so yeah, when it was for the, the best. When did the show film? Uh, almost a year prior to that. So I left in September of 2021 mm -hmm. for the show. So you guys were together for roughly, Just about a year, I guess. Year. Yeah. I mean, if you count the time that I was on the show when he was dating 30 other people. Right. Yeah. Yeah, a year. How does, how does that work? Like, um, like I always, I've never, I've only watched one season of The Bachelorette, the okay. one where The Bachelorette like 
literally left like the third episode or something like oh, that. Oh, Claire season. Okay. Yeah. I watched that with my ex. She got me hooked on The Bachelorette. I but I, I, was always, I was always curious, like, when you're mm-hmm. there with, you know, 30 women yeah. kind of competing for someone's attention and love, like, how do you... It was so fun. <laughs> I was like, I was like, am I toxic or what? Yeah, because, like, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It was literally so much fun. It just felt like a sleepover all the time. Yeah, there was drama. Obviously, they show the drama on the show. But like for 30 girls to be there, there were maybe three that were, you know, stirring the pot with stuff. And like, obviously, there's nice girls amongst the group that like take the bait and then engage with the drama. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, you're just like hanging out. Like there's a you're in a mansion. There's a pool. You're traveling the world. Like, there's a there's a season airing right now, and one of the guys like just told on another guy to charity who's the lead, and was like, he's acting like it's spring break, and I was like, it is spring break. <laughs> it's literally so much fun. Like, you can just put an item on a food list, and then they go to the store yeah, and get it for you. Yeah, that was my favorite part of the reality thing too. There was like a sheet on the fridge. You just write what you want. What do you want? Six Dunk-a-roos. hours later, it's there. <laughs> literally, it's the it's best like magic. thing. Literally, it's the best things. I had I had so much fun. Mm-hmm. It was horrible at times. <laughs> Obviously, if you even Relatable. if you just look on YouTube, you'll see some tears. But overall, oh, you so cried too. Much fun. Yeah, I cried. Nice. Yeah, I'm a crier. Follow crier. Mm-hmm. Um, where do you yeah. sleep? So when you're in the mansion, there's like there's more than two bedrooms, but production takes up the other bedrooms. Right. So there's two massive bedrooms and you're in bunk beds and your suitcases are like under the bunk beds stuffed in closets it's so messy but then immediately it's like like you know people start getting eliminated you get more you're like oh no i'm so sad to see you go and then you're like taking her bunk (laughs) (laughs) i know that's so that's horrible but but it is like you start to get more space and then when you travel you stay in hotel rooms so you usually have like a roommate nice Mm -hmm. see we had on my show it was um I don't know if people know this watch show, but we rotated rooms. Oh, really? Like every time you like recoupled or you recouple oh. again, you wrote, so you got a chance in like a new room. But there Ooh. was like a master suite bedroom. Who got that? That had like an infinity pool or whatever like that. How do you so get that room? You gotta you gotta last long enough oh, okay. <laughs> to rotate enough rooms okay. to get to the oh, master. Okay, so everyone gets a chance. If you if you stay if you, if you stay if you don't get eliminated. Okay. So there would be times where it's like you're at the room right next to the master suite, and you're like, mm-hmm. please God. Like, yeah, you like just one more night. I want, I want that King Deluxe. <laughs> I want that California King, baby. That California King. <laughs> and there was like one room that had like, for whatever reason, had like this long staircase to get to oh. the actual room. Okay. That was the worst. Okay, yeah. That was the worst. And there was also a room with a shower in the middle of the room. Like that's the only shower. Yeah. Clear doors. Yeah, that was the first the first night I mashed on the show. That was that's, my first room. That's trust. Yeah, that was like... I'm butt naked in the middle of the room right now. Yeah, yeah but I was like, you know, when my match had the show, I would just like look at the wall. A gentleman. Just, <laughs> yeah, the whole time. Yeah, just looking at the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I believe that. Yeah. Good for you. My butt was shown way too much on national TV. I watched the whole season. I don't even remember your butt being shown. Was there a black box? No, no, no. I went streaking. So you want... You... Like I was, I was butt naked on the show. You were yeah. looking for attention. I, Are I, you an attention whore like me? Because when I'm drunk, <laughs> yeah. What, <laughs> these, these are the things that happen when I'm drunk. Okay, fair. I get drunk. Uh-huh. I want snacks, and, and I want to take clothes off. 
love that. Honestly, yeah. literally same. But <laughs> Those, it's like for comedy. It's not for like no, like if I'm if I'm effed up, I'm like butt naked mooning people across the way from wherever I live. And I yeah. think it's hysterical. And I'm like, film this and then I find it the next day and I'm like, oh my God, that's horrible. Save that. <laughs> yeah, I just want to be free. Yeah. I just want cookies and I want to be free. That's yeah. my drunk identity. I love a also dead fast da- also down I've said this before, but also down to just make out. Yeah, that's always fun too. At any point. Yeah, drunk or not. No, not sober. Oh, you just Ran- <laughs> random sober makeouts is a little. Oh, weird. random. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to just yeah. be like. That's fair. Yeah, I don't want to just yeah. be at the coffee shop, see the barista, be like, "That's hey, how you feeling?" I got like, coffee breath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. I want a latte, but I want a lot of your lips. Oh, okay. That that, that was, was terrible. Kinda, that, don't act like no, that was that good. No, that wasn't bad. That I was, didn't know where we were going, and then yeah. it, you wrapped it up. Yeah, but don't so. don't try to gas you up just because you're on my platform no, right it's now. No, not, it's not. That's fair. Okay. No. Are you? Should we talk about the first time we met? Yes. 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 <laughs> it is crazy. It actually was like. It was more crazy for me, I think, because I had just watched your show. I don't really watch reality TV, right. and I was sick, and I had like binged the show. And then I saw you. I walked by at a Celsius at, event. At the Celsius event, yes. right. I was like, America's sweetheart. There was like a queue of like 20 girls to meet you. And I was like, couldn't be me. <laughs> and so I walked past you and I just like yelled America's sweetheart. And then I said it again when I saw you and you're like, no, it's more like Canada's sweetheart. I was no, like, I think I remember you yelled America's sweetheart. I yelled, I was like, I'm Canadian. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I'm Canadian. I'm Canadian. And I was like, that's embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> I ran. Yeah. But then it was like, was it the next day? The next yeah, morning. It was the next morning. I was hungover. I looked rough. <laughs> and I was, I had eight appointments to see um, different apartments in LA. Mm-hmm. Walked into this random spot in Koreatown. And, and then, then I, I'm like, I'm going to go to Starbucks and get a coffee. So I'm walking down the elevator. And then I walk past the lobby and you're sitting right there. I'm like, and you're like, hey. And I'm like, hey. You're like, I yelled at you yesterday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I catcalled you last night. Yeah. And then it was like, I was like, what are you doing here? Apartment hunting. And then yes. the and receptionist at my lobby. He, I don't know. He was like wingmanning. Yeah. I don't know if it was me or you. But I was like, he is trying to like. He was trying to set something set up. Set something up. He was like, I could show you the apartments or Dom could. Just totally didn't ask what I was doing. You. Yeah, didn't ask what I was doing for the day. He was like, Dom could show you the apartments. And I'm like. Literally. I guess I can. And I wasn't even there to see the ones that we walked to. I was there to see the ones in the building. So he had us walk down the street yeah. and go to another <laughs> apartment complex. It was like, I was like, I don't even know the budget here. Like, I don't think, I don't think I'm moving here, but yeah. he just wanted us to hang out. Yeah. I literally like just dropped out. I was like, yeah, I went apartment hunting with you. The you first did. time we met. The first time we met. <laughs> for a solid like two hours. I was like, I was like. <laughs> Are we about to get married? Yeah. <laughs> like, this is the thing is, hold up. Could this be? This is crazy. I should imagine I just pulled out a rose. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I'm traumatized. <laughs> PTSD. PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. That it's just that was so bizarre. And then we went and got coffee. Yeah. And then we got coffee. Yeah. You bought my coffee. Such a gentleman. And then you disappeared. You disappeared. No, you literally left. No, you, you. Oh, I did literally. Yeah. Leave. You literally left the, the the state. I think you left the country. No, I've been here the whole time. You told me you were leaving. No, no, I've been here. See, earlier I heard you saying that you like to be a mystery and you don't like to tell people where you're at. So that actually checks out. Right, right, right. I thought you were in Canada. People that I'm not interested in, I don't want to know. 
that's crazy because I didn't know. So <laughs> that's crazy. I mean, I did. I went apartment hunting with you for <laughs> two <did>. hours. <laughs> Literally, then, it was like two if hours. You, if that wasn't a full tale side of hey, <laughs> that was I'm so interested crazy. In you, then I don't know what else to do. Uh, <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah, yeah, so random, but um, here we are. Yeah, now we we reunited. Reunited on the podcast. I know. I'm glad to be here. So, obviously, it didn't work out with us. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, you just kind of left me high and dry and <laughs> didn't give me any time of day. But um, <laughs> how how's your daily life been otherwise? <clears throat> it's funny. You caught me on an interesting day. Mm. Um, yeah, so I've been on two first dates since moving to L.A. Nice. And the second first date became multiple dates uh-huh. so i started seeing this guy right and honestly he's great but like three two day, two nights ago just organically the conversation came up of like is this too much for me right now and i really thought when i first started seeing him i was like emotionally i feel ready for a relationship like i'm not caught up on guys that are like playing with my feelings i'm not looking for toxic behaviors like i really feel like i'm in a healthy place and i'm in a good place myself emotionally but i think for my career right now i'm super and i've always been really ambitious but i was starting to feel like getting to know this guy was like taking away from my opportunities and my time and so like we kind of broke things off which is like i yeah it's like super weird we're gonna talk again but like i never thought i would be the person to be like i think i need to focus on me right now mm-hmm. but like i genuine i genuinely feel like that which is weird because i feel like leading up to that i was like i just want to find somebody like i'm ready emotionally like i've been out of a relationship for about a year now mm-hmm. and i'm just like ready to find somebody and then i was like oh maybe i'm not it's really weird Still need some more healing. Yeah. And like, and just like, I think I also just moved here. I went from having a video business on the East Coast and doing like 22 weddings a year. And I've got five this year. So it's like, I'm just reestablishing everything in my life in LA. And so I'm like, I'm on the grind. I'm on the hustle. Mm-hmm. And I don't really have time to be like, wind and dined right now. You know, yeah. <laughs> I gotta be, I gotta be working. How, how was it after the show with everything? Like... It was tough. I mean, it was good. Yeah, like obviously you guys stayed together, but like you said, like you've been single for a year and you just, I guess you're saying you just recently started like opening up to the idea of dating. Oh, yeah. I definitely took my time to like heal. Um, It was tough coming off the show. I mean, I don't, since you didn't watch the season, it was pretty tumultuous. Like Clayton got a lot of hate, unwarranted hate, in my opinion, and, and some warranted, like, he definitely made some mistakes along the way, but he's a really good person. And I think coming off the show, his mental health was so bad that it was just like, we just like didn't even, we didn't even have a chance really. And I don't think we're compatible in real life anyways, but it was just, it was just so hard. It was like, we were emotional support for each other. Um, but it wasn't like this happy, we never had like the honeymoon phase. It was just like, we were surviving. Like, yeah. and everybody jokes and like even Clayton jokes that I was like the best PR he could have gotten because I was like 
I remember thinking when he came off the show, I was like, you're a good person. Like, um, it feels like America hates you right now, but like, you don't deserve this. And like, if I have anything to say or do about it, like, we're gonna show people who you are. And like, mm-hmm. I, I think I am decent at social media. And I think I did like kind of help him showcase who he is. Um, and people like love him now. Mm-hmm. And and that's on him. Like he he deserved that from the beginning. He sh- People should have like, I wish people could have seen his heart, but I think he didn't have any social media really before the show or anything. I was like, no, this is like your opportunity to take back the narrative and like show your heart and show who you are. Um, but it felt like to an extent, I'm like, it just was like survival. So it was pretty brutal, but. Um, How did that affect, did that affect you at all? Having yeah. to sort of like, t- cause it sounds like you kind of took that upon yourself. Yeah, I was like passionate, yeah. yeah. I was like, you're, I was like, I was did like. Did you have time to like focus on yourself through that period? Cause obviously <laughs> you're kind of like going through it yourself. Yeah, I really, so I realized at one point I took a, a meeting with a manager and she was like, what do you want to do? And I was like oh my God, like I literally haven't thought about myself. I was like, I've been going through this process with him and and he had, he never asked me to do any of this. He never was like, I need your help. Like I'm just that person that's like, we're gonna make this better. And so I took this meeting with the manager and she was like, I wanna, like, I wanna hear what, you, what you're passionate about and like what you see for your future and like what opportunities you wanna take from this. And obviously I knew that there were gonna be opportunities, but I was like, I haven't even like sat down and thought about how I'm gonna like, do something great with this and like Mm -hmm. it it was a huge realization for me and that honestly was kind of like the start of a change in dynamic in our relationship where I was like I expressed it to him where I was like I realized like I've put myself in the back of this relationship for so long and like I need to start putting myself in at the forefront of this and like take care of myself and my mental health got really bad I was like struggling to get out of bed in the morning like it got really really bad for a bit and that's why I think with our breakup, like we loved each other so much separately from like a romantic way. Like it was like we loved each other as people, but we weren't good together. And he even said, he's like, your sparkle is like dulled. Like you, like when we broke up, even though it was sad, he was like, I think that like you're going to be better mm-hmm. when we're not together. And I think it's true. And now we're friends, you know, like we don't, we don't like text and call all the time, but like we do events and we'll be there together. And it's like, we love to poke fun at it. I still love to troll him online. Like yeah. he's my favorite person to troll. <laughs> <laughs> Always looking for opportunities yeah. to throw him under the bus. But <laughs> but I mean, I think we both were considerate and loving enough to each other. And we went through something so intense together that we were like, we have to make sure that when this ends, like nobody's going to go talk shit about the other because we're, we both agree that the other person is a good human. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's the most important thing after a show is you're dealing with so much public perception. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people realize how much, because people a lot of time will say like, well, you signed up for this. Totally. You knew, but there's there's you no way, know. there's no way to prepare yourself for the amount of public scrutiny and mm-hmm. perception. And the ideas are like one, you can see a lot of good things about you, but like the one or two bad things about you are the ones yeah, that stick. Absolutely. And when you see those one or two things and you start seeing more of those things and they start sticking out and mm-hmm. you start reflecting and looking at yourself like, am I that person? Am I? Yeah. Am I a bad person? Am I this? Am I that? And it creates a spiral. Mm-hmm. It does. And when people say that, like, oh, you know what you signed up for, I, I very much disagree. Yes, I understand I'm going onto a public platform and I'm opening my personal life up and I do agree to that and I do agree to people putting their opinions out there but like you have no idea what you're signing up for in the sense that like you don't know 
how psychologically damaging it can be. Like, yeah, you can recognize, oh, I'm going to get some hate. I'm going to get some whatever, but I'm a confident person. I'm secure in my moral compass and who I am. Mm -hmm. But you don't know how all that's going to affect you until you're not getting out of bed until 10 a.m. Don't go to the gym, barely eating. Like until that stuff hits you and you're like, oh, I haven't dealt with this before. It's like you don't think that you're going to have like a chemical change in your brain because of something that happens to you yeah. in the public eye. You don't sign up for that, yeah. you know? And so that's why I, I, I hate when people say that. I'm like, that's such a inconsiderate way to like look at us as humans. And what was your, cause I'm assuming we both got approached. Did you mm -hmm. kind of get approached to do the bachelor? <clears throat> or was so, it more like a application? It's an application. It could be either way, but um, I lived in Japan for two years and I, I went on a few dates, but like I didn't, it didn't go well for me. Like I had, I have a lot of funny dating stories from Japan, but, um, but my friends back home when I moved back to Virginia briefly, they were like, you should do The Bachelor. And I was like, absolutely not. I would never do that show. It's so toxic. It's so this. And then they had me watch the first season and I was like, I was like, yo, that looks like spring break. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that looks so fun. Yeah. It looked just like fun and adventure. So they submitted me. And then by the time the show contacted me, I had a boyfriend. And so it was like, it was four years of them contacting me. I wasn't in that relationship the whole four years, but it was just never the right time. And then in 2021, I had this guy cheat on me. And like three days before I found out, a casting director had emailed me. And the next day I was like, Never mind, my circumstances have changed. <laughs> Are you still casting? And then, like a month later, I was on the show. That's insane. And then you yeah, won. I know it was yeah. crazy. I probably didn't give myself enough time to heal. Yeah, that, that time. <laughs> That's like back to back. To back, back to back. Yeah, that was not a great idea, but you know, no, I really it's fine. It. Yeah, I went from like I went from being a very healthy four, three, four year long relationship, mm -hmm. broke up. Five months later, do you want to do a dating show? Yeah. So you were in a relationship when you were on the first reality show? Um, or or maybe not? No, it was like, I just got on my relationship. Okay, gotcha. And then, so you filmed that. And then, I, and then I got, I just got on my relationship, got off of the mall. Damn. Did the mall, fresh on my relationship, but it wasn't a dating show. Mm -hmm, yeah. And then right after I finished the mall, they were like, hey, we like you. Do you want to do a dating show now? Let's ruin your life. Right away. <laughs> Put you on a plane. I was like, <laughs> sure. Yeah. And then I went on a dating show, cried, tell somebody I loved them. <laughs> One, but really lost. And then I think back, I'm, <laughs> like, really I'm like, I'm like, and then it was like, this is all kind of a blur. <laughs> That's so <laughs> funny. It took a little bit more time, but yeah. But, but honestly, it's, it's ultimately so positive, you know, and, and now like you crying on the show, you've got your, is it your clothing line, right? Or your collab? Yeah. yeah. I just kind of just like, yeah, I just lean into it. I love it. Yeah. Like that's so sick. Yeah. I mean, I feel like as like in, in the danger world, I feel like there's so many instances where every guy on the show is like, oh, I gotta be, I gotta be him. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I gotta be the. The I gotta wheel, I gotta yeah. I gotta get the girl, I gotta pursue, I gotta make the moves. My I did not do anything on my show. <laughs> like if like we were like, Oh, you pursued this person, I can't believe you went out of the I did I really didn't. Yeah. You waited and then the really, opportunities came to you. I just kinda just sat around and just like just chaos just ensued. Yeah. <laughs> so Love that. Yeah, so it's like I just everything's kind of a blur when it comes to 
my real my reality career yeah okay which i I don't think is gonna carry forth okay yeah what about yourself i don't know i think i think it'd be really hard to go back on a dating show i think it'd be fun to go on a reality show and do like an adventure Mm. again i'm like i just i just like the it's just fun i like the fun part of it i don't like the emotional torture part of it yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's where i might be drawing the line but i would be down to do another show i just don't know what that would look like yeah so you said before um like with the show and dating clayton Mm -hmm. that you you kind of invested a lot into into him into building him up Mm -hmm. would you say like you're because i'm this as well like are you like a people pleaser Mm. Yes, historically, yes. I'm trying and working really hard to put boundaries in place, which is kind of, I think, why this most recent relationship is like kind of where it's at because I'm like, I just need to take a step back and like do me. But everything in me is like, just keep trying. Like, he's a great guy. He's this. And like, but yeah, ultimately, I would say in my nature, I am probably a people pleaser. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes me want to ask you. Um, and this is like, our topic for today great um love languages okay and attachment styles Mm. would you what's your love language let me guess let me guess okay we'll guess each other's love languages okay and then i'll say what i think yours your two are okay let's say your love languages is how you give your love one of them okay and your language is how you receive it oh cool okay so we'll do two perfect all right so the love languages are physical touch quality time, acts of service, and words of affirmation. So I'm going to guess that the way you show your love is acts of service. And I'm going to say the way that you like to receive your love is physical touch. That's actually spot on. Is it? Yeah, that is actually spot on. Mm. And I would say like the with physical touch like right next to it is like acts of service for receiving like when Mm -hmm. somebody does something to make my life better happier more joyous i'm like i'm like oh my god that's so thoughtful Mm -hmm. um but yeah that's like very spot on okay i would actually say the same for you maybe words of affirmation I'm not sure. Is that is that right? <laughs> Everyone's laughing in the room. Yeah. <laughs> Words of affirmation. Is that? Yeah. Is that warm? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. So you like to have the words of affirmation. Yes. Uh, yeah. You know, admittedly so. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. I mean, I I think that's like the worst. I guess it's not the worst love language. I think that's the worst love language. Like admit. No. No gifts like, is the worst. Oh, gift giving. Yeah. yeah. If I'm like, I just want to be like, I just want to. I just want to be spoiled. Yeah, I just want to be spoiled. Yeah. <laughs> but there's nothing wrong with gifts. Like, I yeah. also love gifts and I love giving gifts. But I'm like, I'm, I won't say it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say it out loud. I don't want to. It's not my main one. Just yeah. so y'all know. <laughs> but I like, I, mine, mine is definitely acts of service. Like, I'm like, yeah. that's the way I show my love is like mm. little things. You know yeah. what I mean? And hopefully they catch on and realize that these are <laughs> yes. the ways that I'm showing my love. Yeah. But receiving it, I feel like. Over time, I used to say that it was also acts of service, mm-hmm. like going both ways. Mm-hmm. But I think it is words of affirmation when I take a good hard look at myself. When it boils down, yeah. When it boils down, it's like, tell me, tell me I'm doing all right. <laughs> yeah. I think all of them are so important. That's what's so interesting is like literally each of them to me is important. Like if I'm, if I don't have any 
of a single one of them in my relationship, then I'm probably going to feel like there's an imbalance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like quality time, that was something with my ex from the show. It was like, I never felt like we had quality time because we were always like working and like doing content or or like just struggling because something like there was a there was a cheating scandal when we were dating and somebody said that they slept with them it wasn't true but like it was just crazy so there's always like, like fires to put out and I just felt like I never had quality time and he was like trying to set aside time every day and I was like I don't even need that much time I was like I just need like when we're together I just need it to be that we are focused on each other and engaging with each other not just like on our phones or whatever mm. and so it's like each thing is so important but yeah it's like a cumulative thing but then you have your main ones yeah i think there's like a the, the main ones but there's definitely a hierarchy yeah like i know for me it's like physical touch is very low in oh, my interesting. hierarchy like i just like like i i don't need you to like hold me or hug me or kiss me all the time you want me to hold whatever. you yeah I'll, <laughs> i was here at the end of the last show yeah <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, that got a little. <laughs> got intimate. That got a little, yeah, that got a little real. <laughs> but like, no. When I'm in a relationship, it's like I just like I don't need to be hugged or kissed. Like mm. that's not really important to me. It's like mm -hmm. other ways that you show your love is important to me. Like one, like quality time. Yeah. Or gift giving is definitely at the bottom. I hate getting gifts. Really. I hate it. I actually, it makes me a little bit uncomfortable because you're like, oh, I just like. I don't want you to spend your money on me. I yeah. don't want you to like. I don't know what to say. I know. I I get that. It's so sweet, and I recognize that it's sweet. But yeah, I would say it does make me uncomfortable to receive things. I remember so growing up, like for Christmas, there I reached a certain point where like I realized like I just didn't want my mom to spend money. I didn't want anyone to spend money on me. Same, yeah. So I would say she was like, "I have to give you something. I have to give you something." Like, mm -hmm. and I would be, don't give me anything. And then one year, like I would always say that, "Don't give me anything." And then one year, I was like, "Oh." And I would always make a joke. I'd say, give me a two-liter bottle of Coke and some deodorant. I would always say that. Mm. And then she actually started giving me uh, stockings of two-liter <laughs> bottles of Coke and deodorant. That's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's like such an interesting realization as a kid when you're like, there's a time in your life when you're so excited about Christmas and you're just, you're anticipating it the night before and it's this and that. And then at a certain point, like I remember at one point my mom told me that we were on a budget. Like, at some point and I just realized at that point in my life I was like oh my parents like aren't like we don't we're not rich yeah. like I just realized I was like oh it, it was just like a big moment for me where I was like oh I have to like consider this yeah. and I was young I was probably like six or seven but I remember that realization and it was just like it changed my perspective on everything yeah. and I feel like from that point on from the time I was a little kid I was like I don't like I don't need anything like and my parents were such givers like they gave everything they could to us but mm. it was yeah it's a weird realization as a kid and it's carried into my adult life Do, are you like that now with like let's say it's like your birthday mm -hmm. right and you're in a relationship I don't need anything I don't even I don't even want to do anything I'm this exact same my 30th is in like a month and everyone's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I don't think I, I don't think I want to do anything." Yeah, like I really don't. I did it makes nothing. me uncomfortable. I don't even like telling people when my birthday is. I, yeah, fair enough. I hate it. Yeah. Remember my ex tried to throw me a surprise party. I wanted to continue walking to the balcony and jump right off. <laughs> no. I was like, it was, You're like I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I do not celebrate my yeah. day of birth. I know. I've actually uh, chosen to work most birthdays. Like even. The year before I went on the show, I was 
doing wedding videography and serving tables and I picked up a shift on my birthday because I was like, I just don't want to have to like do anything for my birthday. Yeah. I don't know what that comes from though. Yeah. I'm like, we, we might need to go to, th- yeah, we might need to talk to our therapist yeah, about this. There's some sort of repressed memory <laughs> going something. on. When um when you're when you're dating someone, right? Uh-huh. And you're talking about love languages. Do you think you can like change your love language? Like how do you deal with someone that has a different love language than you? Mm. Is it even worth dealing with it? I think so. I think, yeah, because I think that when you see what brings somebody joy, it then like feeds your desire to want to do more of it. At least for me, like if I see that something I'm doing, if it's quality time or acts of service, like if I see that that is like making somebody happy or just like bringing, making their life easier and that's what makes them like love me more. Maybe that's not a healthy way to say it or think of it, but I don't know. It's the way a relationship works when you start to give things and you realize like, oh, that's their, that's their love language. How can I do this more? Mm-hmm. And I think it makes your relationship better. So even if it's not like supernatural to me, I think, I, I totally think that it makes sense to, to want to try to learn their love language and get better at it. Cause it, I don't think it's always going to be perfect. Obviously if there's like complete polar opposites, you might just not be compatible, but you may not even get to the point of a relationship if that's the point yeah. or if that's the what you're feeling what about you i feel like they like i agree there's certain love languages that i can adjust to mm-hmm. like if your love language is like physical touch no problem mm-hmm. you want to kiss you want to hug you want me to hold you more hold your hand gotcha snuggle like a baby not a problem <laughs> you know um but i think if it if it turned into like oh my love language is like gift giving it's like okay to what extent now? i got a budget yeah <laughs> to what extent yeah you know, i ain't got it like that yeah you know I yeah same look look at the podcast outfits <laughs> it's not a there's not a variety you know, i'm a big thrifter around yeah. here <laughs> not pulling up in versace nah not so, me either yeah so it's like to what extent yeah do you have do i have to like learn that new language and totally. develop that with you no i think that's so valid also i think it depends what somebody's love language is rooted in because i think if your love language is just gifts like i respect girls that are like like i just have i have this friend and she's like oh i don't like i won't drive anywhere for a guy like he sends a car mm-hmm. and i'm like damn like that's that's insane. that's insane but like respect because like you know i could never <laughs> but i also think i'm like love her but i'm like i don't know what that's rooted in because i'm like i do think personally i'm not looking for someone to just like take care of me and like send me cars and send me gifts and all this stuff like i'm not looking for that so i I wouldn't be aligning with those type of men anyways you know so i i I think that it depends like what your why your love languages are rooted in certain things you know my my actual service does get a little financially um unstable in does it yeah I i went on a date yesterday how, what happened that yeah, was first date we went to okay so we went on a hike cute easy budget easy budget budget friendly Bu- budget budget friendly <laughs> budget abysmal yeah you know what I mean? yeah but then you're walking up the hike and you're like <sighs> yeah i'm out of breath i'm out of breath you know that's the price you I pay yeah, exactly. low budget that's the price you pay cardio right <laughs> so go on the hike right okay then we went we went with her dog went back to her place cute. drop off the dog because we're gonna go to see a movie mm-hmm. she's like should we go grab some drinks before the movie? I'm mm. like, of course okay of course. 
Where should we go for a theater? She's like, I know this one got rec- recliner seats. All right, that's going to be a little Sounds bit more expensive. Be a little bit more expensive of a movie. They got Sounds recliner expensive. seats. You know what I'm saying? Ten dollar ticket now turns into twenty five. Twenty five, you know literally per 25, person. Twenty five times two, that's fifty. Yeah. USD. I'm Canadian. That's like eighty dollars. And know we're what I'm getting saying? drinks. And, and we're getting drinks. Pull up. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, we look at the menu. What does she want? Yeah, of course. The you know lobster. No. <laughs> she looks up. First, we see the regular drinks. I'm like, all right, that's easy, yeah. right? She folds out the menu. There's the margaritas. Margaritas, how much they're running you? Minimal, $14.99. That's right? California. However, what else can you get? Spicy margarita. How much is that? $16.99, right? How much does jalapenos cost? So she, she, she get the spicy margarita. What am I going to do? Not get a spicy margarita? What am I? You know what I'm saying? No. I'm not a beer guy. This is not me. That's never mm-hmm. been me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So two spicy margaritas. $32. Down those. $32. Once again, American. Translate that. Canadian, $50. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Now we're already like over three digits at this point. For a movie literally i say well we gotta get popcorn yeah obviously we gotta get popcorn right get in line i'm thinking we're just gonna get popcorn right oh no she's looking at the snacks i'm like she's like we gotta have everything sweet and salty i'm like of course we do yeah put it on the tab (laughs) of course (laughs) of course we need sweet and salty right so we go get the sweet and salty okay put it to the cash register She's like, we should get a water. Of course we should get a water. You got to stay hydrated. You know what I'm saying? We don't know how long this movie's going to be, right? You got to stay bottled hydrated. Bottled or the cup? Bottled. Okay. Bottled, right? Does, the, guy goes, the guy goes, do you want Dasani or Smart Water? What am I going to do? Not get the Smart oh, Water? Oh, God. Not Dasani. <laughs> what am I going to do? Not get the, so I get it. Run, ring it up. Yeah. Another $35 on, on the tab, right? Damn. We finish our drinks. We still got five more minutes. She goes, we should get a second round for in the movie. Of nah, course. Nah. Of course we should. Mm-mm. Of course. We get a sucking round. We go into the movie, right? We're 30 minutes in the movie. Large popcorn, snacks, spicy margaritas, recliner seats. We're lit. She's cuddling on my arm. What happens? She falls asleep. No, no. (laughs) That took a dark turn. (laughs) She's falling asleep. Now I'm alone. (laughs) With two margaritas. Now I'm alone. With two margaritas, a large popcorn. heavily salted and buttered wait that sounds like my dream right actually (laughs) that's not bad it's not bad (laughs) if you got everything at the convenience store (laughs) if you got everything at the convenience store not bad so now i'm watching this movie alone two spicy margaritas large popcorn all this stuff going on thinking damn and the movie was mid what movie insidious five okay yeah so damn that actually did not go as i thought um i'm shook but also dating is so expensive it is especially in la do you did she offer to pay for anything like well for me i'd like i'm very i guess like i'm not gonna say traditional but i'm I'm like that even in like my friendships yeah like everything i'm always like if if we're all grabbing food like i'll always put my card down me too i'm always like Oh, you got me next time. Like, me too. Whatever. I'm the same way. I don't like but did splitting. she offer? Did she like? Did she say, "Oh, let me"? Did she reach? Did she give the fake reach? She didn't give the fake. But I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. Okay. I'm I'm quick. I'm quick, quick draw. Quick with I'm quick draw. Yeah. I also want to say it was a great date, and I also yeah, think yeah, that yeah. like someone falling asleep on your arm on the first date is like shows that they're comfortable with you, that's which cute. I think is really cute. Yeah, that's really yeah. cute. And it was a, it was a, actually a really fun date, and the movie was mid, so it was justifiable. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. I'm a, I'm big on at least attempting to try. Like if somebody is fully gonna let me pay on the first date, I would be a little judgy. Just especially if they ask me on the date, I would be like, "You're gonna 
let me pay like fully on the first date like that would be crazy but i'm always gonna offer and i'm i'm so down to split like i truly am but i think it's really really great when a guy is like nah like on especially specifically the first date when they just like get the bill i, I think that's like yeah, yeah i'm also tier. like if if i ask you out like yeah. then i'm gonna i'm gonna pay for everything like right, i'm taking that. i'm taking you out right you know what i'm saying i'm trying to show you a good time like you're taking time out of your day because mm -hmm. i asked you to respect so i'm i'm yeah. i'm gonna drop the dollars that's and nice. I'm, I'm not I'm gonna check my bank account afterwards and afterwards <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm like yeah I'm and like back in my crib like yeah. oh. ramen the next three days Ooh. okay okay when am I gonna see you again depends what are we doing once I get paid <laughs> yeah what are we doing? this case of our brand deal comes yeah. through yeah. <laughs> they never come through for me <laughs> and maybe we go to Six Flags yeah. you know? if not cbs oh, oh that's so funny oh yeah. week damn well i'm glad to hear you're dating yeah that was my first date in a while nice yeah so we'll okay. see i'm i'm like you i took my my year to kind of focus and now i'm kind of like let's date around yeah let's absolutely. see let's see what's going on in the world let's see, see what i can there. accomplish in the in the real, in, in the real, in, in the real, not reality world. Fair enough. Because I didn't accomplish a lot in the reality world. Anyways, let's talk about attachment styles. <laughs> I'm interested in this one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm curious. I don't know. I don't. I, I think I know where I'm at, but I, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, let's let's go over them. Okay. So for attachment styles, there's anxious attachment, avoidant, fearful, and secure. Anxious, avoidant, secure. Definitely not secure. You're not secure? Wait, does secure mean in myself? Like in the relationship, like <laughs> Or in the relationship as a whole. Yeah, like secure as in like you don't need constant reassurance that oh no, we're good, we're good. I think mm. that's what it means. Okay, wait a minute. Why isn't there like just good? Why are all the attachment styles are like <laughs> it's like either you're anxious, you're, you're avoidant, you're fearful. <laughs> Or you, or you're secure. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Why is it just like? It's like the sign. My attachment style is like, I. Yeah. <laughs> like, is there a chilling option? Is there like a, is it is what it is <laughs> yeah. attachment style? <laughs> I feel like that's kind of how I am, but I that's why I think it's interesting because I feel like I'm a mix between secure and avoidant because I feel pretty secure and I I feel so secure that I'm like. I'm good. If you if you f this up, like if you go step outside this relationship and do something, it's so fine because I already know the universe will bring it back to me. I'll figure it out and I will leave you so quick. Like that's how secure I am. Where I'm like, if you're gonna cheat on me, I'm good. Like yeah. literally, I, that's how I feel. But I'm secure in the sense that like I'm not I'm not like digging through phones or like trying to find stuff out. Oh, like no, I no, I feel no. super. If I'm dating somebody, I feel super confident and secure that like that person. I trust them. Yeah. It takes a lot for me to like commit to date somebody. So I just feel like, yeah, once I'm there, I'm like, I'm good. But I'm also a little bit avoiding because I'm like, I need my space. Mm -hmm. I, I recharge alone for sure. Yeah. I'm like, I guess in those three, I guess I'm like, I'm more secure. Mm -hmm. But I'm like secure in like a oblivious type of way. Okay. Like I'm secure in like, 
if we were to start dating, right? And you're like crazy idea. That would be insane. <laughs> that would be insane. Why would it's not we like have, I met yeah. you in an apartment complex and <laughs> it's not like we had a romantic <laughs> comedy like story like storyline. Yeah, that's it, crazy. That's insane. <laughs> It would be it would be foolish of us to think that we can complete Wild. that romantic comedy storyline. <laughs> I I think okay, so if we were to start okay, dating, okay. right? <clears throat> and let's say like just one day, like our third date and you're like, I really like you and like I wanna like I wanna make this official. Okay. You know? Okay. I wanna be in a relationship with you. We're dating now. Okay. I'm like, All right, great. Cool, we're here now. <laughs> yeah. In my head I'm like, got nothing to worry about. We're good. Yeah. And it's like, I, I, I just stopped thinking about it. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, and then has this like come back to bite you in past Multiple times. Okay. How so? So many times. Like they, <laughs> like in a cheating sense or in just like, we, this isn't what I thought it was. I think in every sense. I've, I've, okay. I've, I've been cheated on. I've been like, been cheated on, been lied to, mm. all that kind of stuff. But I think, you know, I don't take that like accountability for that in a sense because i do think when i'm in a relationship i do i overly try to like do the best that i can hmm. i do believe that when i'm in a relationship i do try my best yeah um to make things work okay and i think like my attachment style is very much like it is what it is like, so I'm if secure. somebody like hurts you in a relationship and does something wrong you will you take them back and be like okay like let's work through this well, like what, what have they done Let's say cheating. With who? Damn, that's the question you come back with. Like it, like okay, like like so. There's a there's a possibility that somebody cheats. Like you're gonna work through it, basically. It depends on who. Like what? Who? Okay, so like if like let's say I cheat on you, and then okay. you and Damn. then let's say you say it. Okay. Like, let's say you you go. Okay. I cheat on you. Okay. And then I go I with cheated who? On, I cheated on you. With who? And then you go, Denzel Washington. Fair I enough. Go, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. You know, Jennifer you gotta, you gotta, fair enough. You got to take the opportunity while it's there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That doesn't okay. mean you don't love me. It just means it's Denzel it's Washington. Denzel. You know, like. Yeah. That's fair. I cheated on you with who? I didn't see where this was going, but now I see it. That's fair. You know, yeah. Idris Elba. Fair enough. Yeah. Handsome okay. man. <laughs> it's Idris Elba. It's Luther. <laughs> got it. I see where we're at. You now. see where you, I see, you see where what I'm saying? At. I see there are that's fair. Yeah. Okay. I, I'll 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 be I'll give that a pass. What if it's her ex? My ex. I'd be I'd be like, oh, okay. Why? Oh, look inquisitive. Yeah. Um How did this come about? <laughs> I was feeling sad. Were <laughs> you having a silly goofy mood? Uh, yeah, or a silly goofy mood. Is something wrong here? <laughs> yeah. The, let's say the answer is like I'm I was just sad and like I, I you weren't giving me enough attention. Mm. then i'd be like take accountability i'd be like well i wish you would have told me that before mm. you cheated i wish you had openly communicated that mm -hmm. however what's done is done i wish you the best we could still continue to be friends good for you and if you have a nintendo switch add me on animal crossing and come <laughs> visit my spot a couple of times you know you're always welcome there <laughs> <laughs> not the animal crossing <laughs> <laughs> that's how i would approach this yeah okay yeah okay but I mean, yeah, it's fine. That's good. I think that's solid. I would, I say I'm probably similar. If somebody cheated, I would, I, I don't know that I'd be so polite and say, why? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd, I'd have a few other words, but I think I also am like, 
remember earlier we were talking about our Harry Potter houses mm-hmm. and I said I'm a little bit Slytherin but you were like not for the evil for you and I was like it's for the evil for me like low oh. key <laughs> yeah yeah like low key, low key I will burn your house down I will ruin your life yeah. like I always joke with Clayton I'm like I was, I'm like I was great PR but like I could do some damage like <laughs> I could I, I could will, really I, mess things up I will up. tear your yeah. empire yeah. <laughs> everything you have built yeah I will crumble it I know I'm like I know I have a lot of power and like I can use that for good or evil and so but but at the end of the day like the guy that cheated on me before I went on the show I was very kind to him actually and because I recognized he was like going through a lot of stuff like he had come out of a toxic relationship he had cheated on me with his ex he had lied to me about so much stuff and I was just like you're messed up like you have so much that you got to figure out and I I genuinely felt bad for him Mm -hmm. and I was kind to him but I remember thinking in the back of my head I was like I'm about to go thrive and you're gonna have to watch from from the comforts of your living room and like that is so evil of me to think that way but I but I literally did and I just know for the rest of his life like he sat there like ugly cried to me and I'm like for the rest of his life he'll know that I walked out of his life because he treated me poorly and he'll have to regret losing out on me who is a great partner very kind had so much fun was literally his best friend like all of that I'm like you have to you get to lose out on that and that's where like the evil spark in me I'm like I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. But then deep down, I'm like, <laughs> gotcha, bitch. Going to bash <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and win. I'm going to win. Yeah. <laughs> Make you regret <laughs> everything. <laughs> that's that's how I thought my mine was going to go. <laughs> I, thought, I was like, she broke, <laughs> got broken over. So I'm like, I'm going to glow up. I'm going to go on perfect match. Yes. We love a glow up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she probably watched for a match. Mm-hmm. She was like, damn it. Damn. He's winning. And then saw me cry. And yeah. I was like, ha ha. <laughs> 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 yeah my had the reverse effect on my eyes so it's like that's good. so funny uh so on your show mm-hmm. did you notice other people's attachment styles kind of start to show yes but i i wasn't thinking of them through the lens of attachment styles but yeah i totally did i'm thinking in particular of a few people which i won't name names because i don't think that's nice but people that were freaking out and uh you know i'm friends with a lot of the producers so if you're watching this hey but like the producers thrive off knowing what you're freaking out about. And so again, that's where I think that secure and even like a little avoidant avoidant attachment for myself like played out in my favor because they knew they like, I was like, leave my leave my name at the end of the date card. I don't care. Like mm-hmm. you're not gonna get a rise out of me because if I'm not on the date, that's cool. If I'm going home, that's cool. I got stuff to do back home. Like right. I was just so like, I'm fine. Like I don't need whatever you're like dangling over my head. Yeah. But people, they would put people's names like, as they would read the date card, they would put somebody that's like waiting for a one-on-one at the very bottom of the group date. So as it's going down, they're like, oh my God, I'm getting the one-on-one, I'm getting the one-on-one. And then yeah. it's like, boom, you're on the group date. And then they'll start, like girls would start crying because they're like, why am I not getting a one-on-one? And I'm like, it's because you're crying over not getting a one-on-one. That's yeah. why you're not getting it. It's really like, and I think people don't get that so much of that is like, production and producers like messing with you rather than like the lead messing with you it's not the it's not the people on the show being like let's mess with this girl yeah but that's her attachment style she's like why am i not getting the validation that i need and there's so many instances of that of girls just getting like or or clayton did a good job of like bringing gifts to people which obviously production helps with too but it meant a lot like 
my roommate Serene, who's one of my best friends, um, her cousin passed away and they always used to catch fireflies and she had like shared this story and so he got her glass jars with little lights in it. I know. It's really cute. She like literally took them home with her after the show. Like yeah. she still has them. That's so, nice. so like stuff like that and I could I could see how much like she was crying to me when she came back to mm -hmm. the room that night and I was like, damn, that's like that's really cool. So you know, I think it was definitely telling of how people's attachment styles played out, but I wasn't looking at it through that lens when I was there, which is, yeah. it's cool to know. I wonder you? if like people's attachment styles change in those scenarios because like that environment does change you and it kind of feels like you're in a bubble yeah. and it gets really competitive really quickly. Yeah. Especially on those like elimination That's moments. what's really weird about dating shows because... I, yeah, people are always like, oh, it's a competition. It's a competition. And I guess in a sense it is like you're trying to stay on the show, but I never felt like I was in competition with any of the girls, but I do, th I'm sure that there were times when it feels like that when you're on the show. Damn, you sound like, like the Michael Jordan of the bachelor industry. <laughs> Like I'm, sh I'm sure the other girls felt like I'm competition, but I'm you know sure me, Susie like Evans. You know what I'm saying? Couldn't be me. I couldn't. <laughs> I, I, I didn't really, I didn't really feel the tension in the mansion like that. You know, the I don't girls are crying like about one on ones. Me, no. you know, I'm just over here with my trophy. You know what I mean? I'm just hoping for it. No, but I never, <laughs> I never got a group date rose. Like the whole time I was there, like they give a group date rose, and I never got it. And I think they were trying to mess with me, but I. I'm so evil in my own head that I was like thinking through it and I was like, they're not going to give me one because they think they're going to get me and they're not. Like, I remember thinking that. I was like, y'all think you're evil? I was like, I'm evil. Like, you think you can out evil me? I was like, I'm the worst one. Don't mess with me. So like, Damn, you, I know. You're People, like, I'm wrapped up in this little, you know, sunshine and butterflies, but like deep down it's there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're a villain. I'm a villain. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm a villain. <laughs> we gotta give you like a new like alias. Oh I'm yeah. A, yeah, I'm gonna call you like, you're like the Kobe Bryant, of the of the the Bachelor. That's an honor. Thank you. Yeah. So he's like Black Mamba. I'm gonna call you like a different colored Mamba. Different color. You're like a, like the Black Mamba. What's like a like a type of snake? <clears throat> Is there like a? A garden snake. <laughs> 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 they call me the Arizona yeah, Rattler. Where, where, are you, where, where, where are you from? Virginia. Virginia? So you're like a... You're like a they have water moccasins. Copperhead. Copperhead. Copperhead mm. Sue. Yeah. Copperhead Sue. Or like you got... Well, he's like black mama. You're like the... You're like the... You're like White? a... White? Like a... Like cream... A cream? <laughs> they got freckly like snakes? A, you're like a cream serpent. <laughs> No. No. <laughs> Say it ain't so. You don't want to be the cream serpent? No, wait, that actually has like that's that wait, if you think about that, that sounds weird now. <laughs> what? The, the cream serpent? Cream colored serpent. Okay, well if you say colored, it's different. Yeah, the uh, serpent of cream. That's weird. That's funky. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> something about that. <laughs> <laughs> she knows it's weird. Oh, don't tell me you're taking cream serpent in a sexual way. Yeah, ex that's exactly manner. what I'm doing. Don't do that. I didn't mean to. It was the giggles in the room around us <laughs> that sent me in a spiral. Okay, well, we'll figure out my my alias later. Um, <laughs> what about on Perfect Match? Did you notice attachment styles, or was it like 
everyone fend for yourself yeah i don't think i didn't really notice anything to be honest um but i, I will say for me personally i definitely i think i definitely showed like the way i was on the show is definitely my touchdown in real life like i mm-hmm. feel like i was very like i was always secure until proven otherwise on the show love that like i guys on the show would be like oh i'm gonna make a move on your girl and i would just be like have at it <laughs> good luck, good luck man. literally yeah like do you want to do want me to make you a prep meal beforehand yeah. <laughs> pre- a little pep talk or whatever like that because in, in my eyes i'm like if i'm with somebody i should trust them to turn you down 100 if you want to make the move go right ahead yeah i should be able to trust my partner to have you make the move and go i'm good 100 i'm the same way that's why i think on the show i was like if you don't want to be with me that's so fine i'm actually cool i'm not gonna beg anyone to be with me or plead my case why i should be here i think that's a good way to be on reality tv you may get sent home early but you may not yeah because if you if it is a good match or if you do have like you know chemistry with somebody or whatever it might keep you around and then you're just chilling eating whatever food you want at the mansion doing cannonballs in the pool you know that's true Mm -hmm. that's true i never did a can oh no i did a cannonball Mm. naked Anyways, fair enough. <laughs> are you ready? Do you want to play a game? Okay. How how much of a Swifty are you? I would I, I would say I'm a, a decent Swifty. Like decent, like scale one to ten on the Swifty scale. Mm-hmm. I w- okay. Well, knowing how intense Swifties are, I would say a five because mm. I I just think in general I'm not like that big into pop culture so i feel like i know where this is going and i'm like i'm not trying to be over ambitious with my skills that's smart okay. because i i set myself for failure okay because i would rate myself at like a 10. 10 okay like i'm like it's like my thing okay like i'm known for that like Dang. i did like live reaction to speak now terry's version did you? yeah Aww. like i was like blasting that gave my reactions to people so people know i'm a big swifty okay great so this game is very crucial to me i'm gonna great. be playing this like it's game seven of the nba playoff championships perfect we're playing is it Taylor Swift or is it Shakespeare? Great. It's the same to me. So If you, if you beat <laughs> me on this, uh, it's, it's over for my career. <laughs> Perfect. Do you want to go first? Do I pick one? You just pick a random okay. one from the bowl. Okay. Let's see. Did I close my fist around something delicate? Did I shatter you? Mm, Taylor Swift or Shakespeare? Do I answer this? Okay. Yeah. I think that's T Swift. Oh, you Thank got God. it. Thank God, I'm sweating. <laughs> He's pit the hypohydro. Oh damn, <laughs> sweating. Damn. Were you about to you say otherwise? No, 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 no. I'm okay. I'm just like I. Impressed. Okay. Yeah, I'm impressed. <laughs> you kind of. I should have went first. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm so scared. And yet, to say the truth, reason and love keep little company together nowadays. What's th- see what's throwing me off is the nowadays. I got something throwing me off too, but I'll let you answer first. I don't feel see this is tough. I don't feel like Shakespeare would say nowadays, so I'm gonna say Taylor Swift. Shut the f- up. <laughs> I was gonna say Shakespeare because of the and yet. I'm like that's so formal. We can cut it. We can cut it. You wanna do it again? No, we can cut it. Let's do it again. Oh, no, <laughs> don't cut it. Cut it. <laughs> cut it. This is how good of a writer Taylor. That's fair. That's fair. You gave me roses and I left them there to die. This is like, this is like my theme song. Mm. That's too swift. <laughs> Woo, it's giving Bachelor. 
I need a W. I need a W. You got this. F off, man. Why are these so... <laughs> we rigged the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> these are so vague. In black ink, my love may still shine bright. Damn. In black ink, my love may still shine bright. I'm going to go Shakespeare. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> this is scarier than any... Yeah. <laughs> game we could have played <laughs> this is so much scarier than what we played with harry <laughs> <laughs> we learn to live with the pain mosaic broken hearts but this love is brave and wild mm. ah, i'm gonna say taylor swift but mosaic is giving shakespeare but i'm gonna say t swift okay damn nice. three for three damn okay have you gotten all taylor swift i have yeah Did the twin flame bruise paint you blue? Oh, it's Taylor Swift. That's gotta be. That's light work. That's light work, light baby. Okay. Please don't <laughs> be in love with someone else. I don't even know this word, but I'm gonna give it my best go. Your touch brought forth an incandescent glow. Mm. Your touch brought forth an incandescent glow. Mad syllables, man. Mad syllables. The am fourth, even, though. Am I saying The fourth, that? though, go crazy. Because that's, you know what I'm saying? That's on some beyond yonder type that's shit. That's some yonder and that's yet some, That's some yonder energy. That's giving, it's giving yonder. I'm going to go with Shakespeare. Damn! Oh, shit! A literary genius! <laughs> <laughs> She's so real. She's so real. She's so real. <laughs> Drop everything now staring out an open window catching my death that's dark mm. it's taylor swift ah nice well done oh man what yeah. are we talking about what are we talking about look at me i started off slow ladies and gentlemen wait do we read but i'm Should on we... fire now <laughs> i don't we... miss i do this for real all right my castles serious. will not crumble. You got castles, but you struggling with a movie date? <laughs> I don't know why that had to turn into a personal attack. Okay, I'm sorry. That had I'm nothing sorry. to do with you. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Love is merely a madness. That could be either. I feel like mm. they both wrote that, but I'm going to say Taylor. Damn. Oof. Damn. Okay. It's a game winner, ladies and gentlemen. You know what, man? I'll let you pick for me, man. I'll Honestly? let you pick for me. Thank you. That's a, a, a fair play. My tongue will tell the anger of my heart, or else my heart concealing it will break. Mm. Oh, no. He's taking the win. That's Shakespeare. Nah, he took the win. He had to put the shades on for the win. Let's go, man. <laughs> well, I tell y'all, man. Talk to me nice. Me, my reputation narrow. Look what you made me do. I don't have to take the W like that, but I had to do it for y'all, man. Damn. Shout out to Swift. He even threw in a lyric there. Look what you made me do. I do this for real. Yeah. <laughs> I do this for real. Don't ever doubt me. Laura, you doubted me? Yes. I doubted <laughs> oh. him. <laughs> you, were, you weren't to hesitate at all. <laughs> Immediately, yes. That was so much fun. That was a good one. <laughs> great was job, really Laura. hard, yeah. Keep this in the episode. Laura did a great job this week. <laughs> Well done. Fan question number one. Biggest accomplishment? I think moving to Japan and establishing my life out there and living 
for two years was like i feel the most proud of that thing first of all sick i always wanted to go to japan oh but what inspired that move i was graduating college and i was saying i always joke that i was manifesting it but i was just manifesting like i'm gonna live abroad i kept telling people i was like oh, i'm gonna move outside the states everyone was like where are you gonna go i had no idea but i just kept saying i was like i haven't figured it out yet but like i'm gonna live abroad and then um, I kind of like had an opportunity come up and I literally just jumped on it. So I just wanted to be abroad. Never would have picked Tokyo, but it was the best thing I ever did for myself. It forced me to become a better person. Japanese culture is so beautiful and respectful. And I was such a little free spirit that it like forced me to become a responsible, respectful adult that like appreciates things. So it's the best thing I've ever done for myself. Growth. Growth. It really, it really grew me up. <laughs> did you adapt into anime at all? Um, I did a little bit because obviously living there, yeah. I, I never was exposed to it growing up. And then obviously living there, it's all around you and you grow an appreciation for it. Do you f*** with anime? I do. But I mean, not, I probably not in a way that I would be well-versed. Okay. Yeah. I'll put you on. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Love that. Yeah. Because I definitely on. appreciate it now. Next question. You ready? Okay. I'm ready. If given the chance, would you re-enter Bachelor Nation as a bachelorette or paradise? Interesting. <clears throat> I turned down paradise this year. I just like didn't think it was for me. Mm-hmm. I did talk to them about bachelorette. They contacted me this year and I did the interview. And I was open to it, but I don't know that it's the right fit for me. And I went into the meeting saying that. I was like, I just don't know that I'm your person to that's gonna like do what you guys want so like I would definitely have the conversation I would definitely be open to it it's the opportunity of a lifetime but my hope is that by the time they're looking for people again I'm happily in a relationship and I'm good and I don't like need to go on a dating show yeah yeah but if you're not in a relationship I would definitely have the conversation again for sure I mean I had a blast when I was there but I just don't know I don't know I don't know that I'm I don't know if I'm the girl. Yeah. It's a lot of hate that comes your way. So you have to really be prepared. The paradise thing seems like it's like a career almost. <laughs> like you just keep on. People keep going back. Keep going back. People keep going back. Yeah. It must be a nice place. <laughs> yeah. Must Hence be, the paradise. Must be great. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be breaking up before they go. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of happy relationships. So just kidding. Um. <laughs> you didn't hear it from me. <laughs> this is a real question. Okay. Ready? Okay. Smash or pass Dom? <laughs> Smash. <laughs> this, is, this is a real question. I'm not making Smash. this up. Smash. Oh, okay. Yeah. Easy. I don't know where to go from there. <laughs> <laughs> this never happened So let's before. wrap it up. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> the show is over. Yeah. <laughs> just get awkward and nervous. Start sweating. Uh, uh, I've, I've been sweating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, okay, that's it for our show, everyone. Um... Thanks for being here. Do you have any projects that you want to share? Yeah. Thank you for the opportunity. I have a blog, suzywaslike.com. I just got on YouTube. I'm allowed to be on YouTube now. So Suzy was like is my YouTube handle. And then uh, Suzy C. Evans on Instagram and TikTok. Love that. Thank you. What are you up to this weekend? I don't know. You don't know? No plans? Uh, Not that I know of. Good to know. Thanks, everyone, for listening and tuning in. Don't forget to follow, rate, and review Dom Meets Road wherever you get your podcasts. And subscribe to Pass Your Bedtime on YouTube for full video episodes. And we'll see you next week.
Bye.